Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Fellowship in the Word. Pastor Robert R. Cooper. Today's service is brought to you by Single Mother's Guide to Raising Black Boys and also by From Crack to Christ, Part 1. Both books written by me, Franklin Donnie D. Lewis. Available on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and Xlibris.com. Also, our phone number is 646-595-3338, 646-595-3338, and Pastor Cooper will be along with you shortly. I'd like to thank everyone who is on the line, and also you can listen to these podcasts on... Spotify, iHeart, and any other place that you get your podcast from. Excuse me for a minute. I was just looking for something, and I think I found something right here. Here we go. Here's a guy walking. God, we said tonight, amazed at your power, amazed at your strength, amazed at your glory. So tonight we offer this song to you Just to let you know how we really feel about you Come on, Ashley, help me sing this song tonight It's so amazing Your love for me Pastor Cooper, good morning. Okay, can you hear me okay? Yes, we got you now. Go right ahead. All righty. Sorry, I was just a, for those who don't know, I was just a little tardy, but we got, we finally got connected here, and I just wanted to stop and give God praise and thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. You know, we're always in a we're always in a a hurry to proceed when it comes to most things that we do in life. But we need to stop and take some time and just tell God thank you sometimes. Not sometimes all the time. In everything we're to give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus as it concerns us. So we want to take some time out and just thank the Lord. You know, life is a program, and it's all right to be organized, and it's all right to do things, but there comes a time when you just got to stop everything and just tell God thank you. When you look back over your week and see how God has blessed you and has brought you out and has brought you through and done things for you that only God can do, you got to publicly give God thanks, amen. you got to tell amen. God thank you. And I know I'm talking to not just one person. I'm talking to everybody. There's not a soul under the sound of my voice who God has not done something for this past week. Amen. And if God has done something for you, 
you need to make some noise. Tell God thank you. Amen. He's listening. Thank you, Lord. He's listening. He's listening. He's listening. And all we have to do, amen, to accommodate him and just say, thank you, Lord. You know, that meal that you had on your, that food you had on your table all week, you know, you didn't have to eat it because a lot of folk don't have food. We need to give God thanks. That roof that you have over your head, amen, that's kept you safe and out of danger. Praise the living God. Everybody doesn't have it like that. Some folk are homeless, just downright homeless, don't have a place to live, don't have food to eat. Amen. We need to tell God thank you. That situation, amen, that you found yourself in and that God brought you out of miraculously, we need to tell God thank you. Amen. Don't 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 let the devil talk you out of it because he doesn't want you to tell God thank you. He didn't want to see it happen to you in the first place. He didn't want you to have a roof over your head. So the devil's always going to be against you telling God thank you because he doesn't want to see you have anything to thank God for. But I'm telling you, if God's been good to you, amen, give God some thanksgiving right now. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. God, thank you. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now now I'm here in participation. Now I think the, the people of God are getting the message. They understand. Amen. Because I'm not as much in a hurry as I am to preach as I am to give God praise and thanksgiving. He's a wonderful God. He's a mighty God. And if we don't praise him, praise the living God. Who will? If the people of God don't give God thanks, if the people of God won't praise him, who will? Amen. The devil and his group could care nothing about praising God because they don't want to give God the praise, but we will because no matter what, greater is he that is in us. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Claim that for yourself. Amen. And watch Hallelujah. God do you. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, we always, come on now, and, and I'm being for real, but, but allow me to for just a few moments before we get started. Because we're always asking God for something. We're always expecting God to do something for us. We need God to do something for us. We need, we, we need God to do something for us all the time. Do something for us. And we stand in line, beating on the door, waiting on God to do something for us, hoping that the person in front of us is hurt and getting there done so it can be our turn to get something from God. And that's the way it is constantly. Do something for us. And quite honestly, there's nothing wrong with that. But every now and then, can't we do something for God? Can't we give him praise? Every now and then, can't we give him thank you, thanksgiving? I mean, shout it out and let somebody know, amen. I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Thank you. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord, for all the things you do. I thank you, Lord, for being there whenever I call upon your name. I thank you, Lord, for helping me to never run out of this, that, and the other. I thank you, Lord, for making sure that all my needs are met. I thank you, Lord, for giving me the strength to make this call. Because if we don't do these things, we're just playing church. Amen? If we don't do these things, we're just playing church. We're just we're just to pretend church. We're just pretending to be church folk. We want to give our God praise. And we want the world to know it, amen. We want the world to know that we praise God, and we do it without shame. We praise your holy name. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Father God, we thank you today like we've never thanked you before. You are worthy of our praise. We lift up your name. We exalt your name. Amen. You are the most high. You are almighty. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you for how you gave us your only begotten son, Jesus Christ, to show us how to live. In the name of Jesus, we praise you. Now, Lord, Amen. we ask that you have your way on today and let your will be done in the name of Jesus. As we submit our will to you, 
Again, we pray that your will is done in the name of Jesus. In the lives of all these callers and listeners, have your way today. In Jesus' Amen. name. Meet the need Amen. of that one that's been sick all week. I pray that you give them a quick and speedy healing right now. In the name of Jesus, bless them indeed. Bless them abundantly with health and healing. Give them a reason to praise you, Lord. We believe in you. We lean and depend on you. We trust you. Have your way, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen and amen and amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, I, I say this, saints, because there's a spirit of despair that's in the air uh, just about wherever you go. And even those who, who claim to be believers, they, 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 they have a little attitude when it comes down to giving God praise and, and thanksgiving because the devil wants you to have an attitude against God. Man, how can you have an attitude against the one who makes sure that you have everything you need all the time? Hallelujah. It's impossible. It's impossible. And don't let the influence of the adversary, don't let the influence of the devil, amen, make you start thinking like him. God is wonderful to us, and we want to be wonderful to him. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I got every reason in the world to speak this way because he's been wonderful to me. Praise God, hallelujah. And I pray he's being wonderful to you as well. We just thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen and amen. Amen and amen and amen. amen. Go with me. Uh, go with me to, to unless there's, a, unless there's an, uh, an urgent testimony or an urgent prayer request before we begin, I'm going to go ahead and ask you to turn with me in your Bibles. And again, I said, if there's an urgent prayer request, amen, I'm willing to stand in agreement with you. But if not, turn with me in your Bible to the book of John, chapter 2. Amen. John, chapter 2. And we're going to begin reading from the first verse. The Gospel according to John, chapter 2, verse 1. And the third day, there was a marriage in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. And both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. In other words, they all got an invitation. Amen. And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus saith unto him, they have no wine. And Jesus saith unto her, woman, What have I to do with thee? My hour is not yet come. In other words, what have I to do? What what have I to do with thee? It's not showtime yet. I I, I, I have a set time for when I'm going to reveal myself, and my hour is not yet come. His mother says unto the servants, Get ready for this. Whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. Whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. John chapter 2, verse 5. It's one of the most powerful verses in this book today. Because she understood, she understands, she understands the need to do whatever Jesus says. And she heard what he said. She still understands, amen, that he is Jesus the Christ. She still understands, amen, all the 
all the all the reasons and ramifications and 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 and, and how she he, she came to be his mother and 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 all the things that took place surrounding that. But as a mother, she understood the power and the authority that he commands. So she told the servants, whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. I need you to pray with me on this one right here because, amen, this is not entertainment tonight. I need your help with this because God is trying to help us. God is trying to show us how we can make things work. And all we have to learn is to do it. And I'm speaking from the subject, do it. Do it. Do it. That's all we have to learn to do. Whatever Jesus says unto you, do it. (laughs) Jesus says a lot of things to us, but we need to learn to do it. You know, it's one thing to have Jesus say something to us, but it's another thing to do what he says. My God, my God. I'm checking my I'm checking my unit to make sure that it's, I'm not blanked out. I almost feel like saying testing, testing. Do it. Hallelujah. Go to James with me. While you while you're in the New Testament, go to the book of James. Hallelujah, Jesus. Lord, we love you today. James chapter one and verse twenty two. James chapter 1 and verse 22. But be ye doers of the word. We're still talking from the subject, do it. But be ye doers of the word and not hearers only. Deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself, and goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. It's time to quit deceiving ourselves. It's time to be doers of the word, and not hearers only. Praise God, hallelujah. I'd be like somebody said, you know, oh, 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 I see you in the store. Oh, what are you coming to get today? Oh, I don't know. I'm just looking around. Uh, you, you, you mean you're not intending to get anything while you're here? No, I'm just in here to make it look like I am. But I, I'm really, I'm really, I'm really not buying nothing. I'm just going aisle to aisle looking at items. When you go to a place, amen, you're expecting to do something. You're expected to make a purchase. You're expecting them to have what you're looking for. You're expecting, to, you're expecting them to have it in inventory. And when they do have it, you're glad because you make the purchase. And when they don't, amen, you're disappointed when they don't have what you're looking for. When we come to church, amen, we need to come with a purpose in mind. We need to come, amen, expecting something from God. We're coming to have our needs met, praise God. And we need something from God. Every time we come together, we we need something from God. Today is no exception. Just do it. Whatever Jesus says, just do Amen and amen. Mm-hmm. This is a precious amen. message. This is a precious message. Because when you tell folks to just do it, amen, it's amazing because 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 Jesus' mother knew what the outcome was going to be whenever you do what Jesus says do. So I'm going back to John. And his mother said, whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. And the next verse says, and there were set there six water pots of stone. After the manner of the purifying of the Jews. Containing two or three firkins apiece. 
And Jesus saith unto them, Fill the water pots with water. And they filled them up to the brim. Praise the living God. Now, if they would have just halfway filled them up or partially filled them or whatever the case may be, amen, they wouldn't have been doing what he said do. Because he clearly said, fill the water pots with water. And they filled them to the brim. They filled them to the point where they couldn't get any more water in them. They obeyed what they heard. Praise the living God. And he saith unto them, Draw out now and bear unto the governor of the feast. And they bear it. Everything he's telling them to do, they're doing. Nobody's saying like, oh, man, please, I got other things to do. I can't be fooling around with this water. But they're doing what he's saying do because his mother said, whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. They're not making excuses. They're not embittered about it. They're willfully doing it. Praise God. How many know when you willfully do what God tells you to do, amen, there's a blessing in store waiting for someone? And they bear it, verse 8 says. And when the ruler of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine and knew not whence it was, but the servants which drew the water, they knew, the governor of the feast called the bridegroom and saith unto him, Every man at the beginning doth set forth good wine. And when men have well drunk, then that which is worse, but now, but thou hast kept the good wine unto now. In other words, in other words, the way the feasts go usually is that at the beginning, amen, the good wine is served. And then when people get real drunk to where I guess they won't know the difference, then they start, then they put out the inferior wines. But the governor said, you have served, you have this, you have served, you have saved the best for last. Praise God, hallelujah. That tells me a whole lot. Because God is saving your best for last, oftentimes. And all we have to do to receive from God is what he says. Do it. I'm going back to this, I'm going back to this chapter and verse because it explains it so clearly. Deuteronomy 28. I'd, have, I'd be having a much better time doing this if somebody would say amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, amen, Jesus. Amen, amen. Amen and amen and hallelujah. hallelujah Deuteronomy, amen. Deuteronomy twenty-eight. Now, now, now we have participation. Now I'm feeling good. Deuteronomy twenty-eight, and it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God. We're still talking about doing it. We're still talking from the subject. Do it. And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. This is what God will do. God will do it himself. He won't send somebody to do it. The Lord thy God will set you on high above all the nations of the earth. How many know that's what God wants us to be, is on high? If God did not desire us to be on high, that verse would not say that's what he would do. But we have to do ours, and God will do his. When we do ours, God will do his. The problem is everybody, too many people, are expecting God to do his without us having to do ours. But he clearly says we have some things to do first before God does his. First of all, we have to hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord our God. 
That's hard for some people, and I tell you why, because some people can't listen because they're too busy talking. Some people can't pay attention to the truth because they're too busy focusing focusing on the lie. So we have issue. But when we learn to do whatever God says, hearken diligently unto his voice shouldn't be that hard to do. That means you have to pay close and careful attention to what God is saying, even right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he said, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all his commandments which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all the nations of the earth. That's your rightful place, according to God. That's where God is. That's where God will sit you. That's where God will set you because that's our rightful place in the eyes of God. Amen. Hallelujah. That's our rightful place. Yes. We're so thankful, amen, because because he's clearly letting us know that there's a place he wants us to be, and it's the place where he is. He wants us to be in that place, in that place where he is. He wants us to be on high with him. I don't know. I'm looking for some people who want to be on high. I may, you know what, I may be doing the right thing in the wrong place. I don't know. But I'm looking for some folk who want to be on high. I'm looking for some folk who are tired of being sick and tired. I'm looking for some folk who are tired of being broke, busted, and disgusted. I'm looking for folk who are tired of being sorrowful. I'm trying to find some people to preach to who want to have more than just enough. I'm looking for folk who are tired of being, amen, less than the best. I'm looking for the people who want to be the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath. Yes, amen. And if you find some folk like that, let me know because I have a word from God for them. Amen. And, And I say that because God wants you to know that your place is not in the dungeon. Your place is not, amen, in the pit. But the place that he desires us to be is on high, and the Bible says that the Lord thy God will set you on high above all the nations of the earth. Listen, there are a lot of things going on in the nations of the earth. And when God sets you on high above all the nations of the earth, let me tell you something. You can put all that mess that's going on under your feet. Amen, amen. Praise the living God, hallelujah. You can put all that stuff that's going on under your feet. Because he said, I will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. And he goes on to say, and all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee if you will hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. He said, all you have to do to be blessed beyond measure is just listen to my voice and hear what I have to say to you. He said, I'm getting ready to turn some things around for somebody, but I just need to ha- I just need to first have your attention, please. We've all heard the expression, may I have your attention, please? That's what God is calling for in this verse. That's what God is calling for in these verses. He just wants to have our attention. Amen. Some folks find it difficult to give God their total attention because we're too busily or too easily distracted from this, that, and the other. We allow too many things to distract us from what God is saying and doing. And God is simply saying, may I have your attention, please. He said, in all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. 
He said we have, we have to observe and do all his commandments. Praise the living God. And that's what we want to do. We want to observe and do. Whatever God says, we want to make sure we do it. All these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee. He says, blessed shalt thou be in the city. Blessed. Blessed. You know, you know when God says, when God says he's going to give blessings to you, and blessings are going to be uh, 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 your new lifestyle, it's good for us to understand something about God because God means every word he says. And when God tells us we're going to be blessed, we need to understand, we need to completely, clearly understand what the blessing of the Lord really means. Amen? Amen. And the blessing of the Lord is nothing to play with. The blessing of the Lord is nothing to take for granted. The blessing of the Lord is something to be valued and cherished. Because he lets us know, amen, that the blessing of the Lord maketh rich and adds no sorrow with it. Proverbs chapter 10. Verse 22, he says, the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he added no sorrow with it. So when the Lord is telling you you're going to be blessed, the Lord, in, in essence, is telling you he's going to make you rich. So I'm looking for some people, amen, and God is looking for some people who want to be made rich. Praise the living God. Because when God makes you rich, he makes you rich. And he said, and he said, he adds no sorrow with it. So he's getting ready to take not only your, your, your poverty away, but all of your sorrow too. <laughs> Think about that for a few minutes. Hallelujah. I, I take as long as you like. I'm not going to overwork myself on this because I'm going to let the word do the work. Because every word of God I'm speaking is the truth. He says, he says, you'll be blessed in the city. In other words, I'm going to make you rich in the city. And blessed shalt thou be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body and the fruit of thy cattle, the fruit of thy ground, the increase of thy kind and the flocks of the sheep, blessed shall be thy basket and thy store. Everything you lay your hands on, everything you touch is going to be blessed because you took the time to hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord our God when he said these words, may I have your attention, please. And because because you chose to do what he said instead of ignore him like so many people do. He said, I'm going to make you blessed. He said, blessed shalt thou be when thou comest in, and blessed shalt thou be when thou goest out. I'm going to bless you going in and coming out. No matter what you do, no matter where you go, I'm going to make it blessed. I'm going to enrich you just because... I was able to have your attention. That the Lord should call thine enemies. How many know you got some enemies? The Lord should call thine enemies. Oh yeah, folk have enemies, and not and not always because you did something so wrong, but because the devil is so evil. He's always up to no good. He's always trying to find something to do to hinder somebody or to stop someone. The devil's job is to hinder you. God says, the Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They shall come out against thee one way, and they shall flee, and they shall flee before thee seven ways. Amen. That's good news for somebody because I know somebody dealing with sickness and disease right now. 
who would love to see sickness and disease get out of their face and get out of their way with the quickness. How many, how many know God is saying you'll be, you be so blessed that he's going to make things happen for you with the quickness? There won't be delays. He's going to make it happen for you when you simply do what he says do. You want to be blessed? Obey God. You want to stay in trouble? You want to stay the way you are? Keep doing doing your own thing and do whatever you want to do and don't pay God no attention. And and, 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 I, and I assure you, that's the way it'll be for you. You won't have any, nothing's going to change. Amen and amen. Praise God. You know, I'm going to stop it at this time for 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 question or comment or anything because I want to make sure that we're getting this thing communicated the way it should be. Anyone have a comment or a question they like to they like to raise concerning this because all we have to do to be blessed is to simply do what the Lord says do. Whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, someone. The line is open. I want to just say thank you to God for all the blessings in my life. And I, I talk to God all day, just like I'm speaking to anybody else. Uh, he's... He's in my presence all day, and I feel it, and I uh, I thank him for everything, um, you know, for all my blessings and, you know, for my, my son and my daughter, and I, I continue to pray for them and the struggles that they're going through in this life, and, you know, life is, is tough for young adults uh, during this time, and, um they really seem to be struggling and I and I when I'm driving I, I see the, the homeless young people and it's not so much old older people that I'm seeing. It's it's these young young people that are homeless with all their stuff walking down the street and it my heart aches for them and I, I, I pray for them so much. I, I just really feel a a strong um, sense of, of sadness for them but then again I I pray that God delivers them and, and puts them on the path they need to be Amen 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 yeah. and Amen yeah. Praise God Hallelujah and he will yeah. because, because he will because all they need to do is to hear a word from God God is saying to each and every one of us including them may I have your attention please yes yeah. Hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord your God. God is trying to get our attention. You, you may have to put the you may have to put the smartphone down for a little while. You may have to turn the flat screen off for a little while. You may have to park the car with the GPS for a little. You may have to put some of those things away for a minute. God is trying to get our attention. Those are all wonderful things, but God wants our attention. Because he wants to give us a rhema word from on high. He wants to give us something, amen, that we can't get man-made. Amen. He wants to give us something, amen, that's going to change our lives for the good. And that's what he's yes, trying to amen. do today. And that's what yes. he's doing for us right now, today. He wants to turn things around. He doesn't want to see us, amen, in situations, amen, beyond our control. Go right ahead, someone. That's very good, sister. And we pray for those homeless people. Yes. Yes. Come on, the line is open. This is fellowship in the Word. We're just communicating now. We're having conversation, and I love it. Praise God. Well, hold on. Just let me let me let me get one in here. I just wanted to pray for. once again, I want to pray for these United States of America right now. Uh, God, you know, we have politicians that are talking this and talking that. I think it's time that we as a nation, we always talk about in God we trust and God this and we're a Christian nation. 
Well, I think we need to start acting like one and stop hating each other on one side of the of the Confederate, the other side, the Union, and everybody just waiting to strike that match. So I just ask the Lord to come in and just settle us down and, and get us looking in the right direction. Amen. 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 I say amen to that. I say amen to that, too. And one thing that I know that we can do as the people of God, and I'm saying this to all the churches, whether you're in the building or whether you're on the phone or on the podcast, I'm saying this to the entire church. We have been given the power, amen, to make the difference. Because the reason that the world is involved in all this turmoil and the things that they're doing that are clearly not right is because they're walking in darkness. That's right. They're walking in darkness. Yeah. The devil is the prince of darkness. And Jesus tells us that ye are the light of the world. Now, his mother said, whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. Matthew chapter five fourteen, Jesus says, you are the light of the world. Your city that's set on a hill cannot be hid. We have too much light in us to be in hiding. So he says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father which is in heaven. That's what we have to do. We have to let our light shine. Amen. You know, politics notwithstanding and different this and that, the most powerful institution in the world on earth, I believe, is the church. Because we have the word of God, we have the power of God, we have been given the son of God, and he has made us sons of God. The church is the most powerful institution on the planet. Amen. And if we don't let our light shine, Nobody's going to be able to see where they're going. Everybody's going to be consumed with darkness. It's time we start shining. Yeah. And when we do, everything's going to make a difference. Everything's going to be changed. Yeah. The young people are going to be begin to change when they see a change in the older folks. The non-church goers are going to be changed when they see a change in the people that talk about church 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Everybody's waiting to see change. Amen. It's time that we took our, our rightful places in God and became, amen, those powerhouses that he made us to be. The church is a powerhouse. But we have to let... We have to let the power. We have to let the power be seen and known before people can get encouraged. Amen. And we have to change. We have to change before we can expect anyone else to change. Amen. Amen. The line. Is, yeah. The line is still open. Yes, Pastor Cooper. This is Camille. Good morning. Praise God, Camille. Uh, remember I told you that the lady with the dark eyes, the dead eyes, that she was, they weren't dead anymore. Well, she's seeing light now. Uh, she's, I don't know how it happened, but she's the way she was before. She doesn't have that darkness. She doesn't even have a little bit of the darkness in her eyes. And I want to thank the Lord for letting her see the light. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Praise God. And, and if we learn to do just like Jesus said, it very well could have happened because someone let their light shine before men, just like Jesus said. Let your light so shine before men. And someone apparently did that for her. This thing that we have in us, this light that we have in us is so powerful that, amen, we're committing a sin when we don't let it shine. Yes. Yeah. And it's time we start walking in this light, amen. This light, praise the living God. Matthew chapter 5, go there real quickly. Matthew chapter 5. Jesus is speaking to us, and he's letting us know our definition. He's constantly redefining us, and he's always putting us in a category that he himself 
has made claim to be in. And how many know when Jesus says something, it's the truth? Oh, yes, it is. Oh, yes, it is. When the truth speaks, it's the truth. And that's what Jesus is. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. So he is the truth. And when the truth speaks, it's the truth. Matthew 5.14. Now, this is after Jesus himself. If you go to John, I'm just going to quickly read one verse in John before I go back to that, because he's trying to get us to identify ourselves the way he is. Jesus said in John 8 and 12, he said, Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. That's what Jesus said. I am the light of the world. Praise God. And he means what he says. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. In John 9, chapter 5, he says, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. So now in Matthew 5, he tells us that you are the light of the world. He's telling you that you are the same thing he just said he is. When are we going to wake up and smell the coffee? It's time for us to come out of foolishness. It's time for us to realize something. Jesus Christ is not wrong. He's making noise. He's trying to get us to see something and know something, that we got it, praise the living God. And all we have to do is let it shine. Yes, Lord. Yes. Yes, hallelujah. Let it shine. He's telling us in Matthew 5 that we are the same thing he said he is in John chapter 8 and John chapter 9. And it really gets good. Let's go to 1 John in the back of your Bible. 1 John chapter 1. 1 John chapter 1 verse 5. I'm going to read it to you. It says, this then is the message which we have heard of him. And declare unto you that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. So when Jesus says he is the light of the world, he's identifying himself with God. And when he says that we are the light of the world, he's reclassifying us. And he's letting you know, amen, no matter what you thought about yourself, no matter what they said about you, it was all wrong because I'm declaring and decreeing unto you right now that you are the light of the world, a city set on a hill that cannot be hid. Come out of hiding and let our light shine. So more people can see the light. I like how you said that I like how you said that that, that she has no darkness in her at all. That's what we can do when we let our light shine. We're letting people see Almighty God in us. God is being glorified in us. And all we have to do is just do it. Whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. Jesus said, let your light so shine. Do it. Do it. Amen. Yes, amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Good stuff. Do it. Amen. You, you, you're the light of the world now. He's identifying you with himself. How many know when you are, when Jesus identifies you with himself, he's trying to tell you a whole multitude of things? Praise the living God. I don't care how you feel right now. When you accept being the light of the world, you're in the class, he's classifying you with himself. How many know there is no sickness in Jesus? Amen. How many know there is no despair in Jesus? How many know there is no distress in Jesus? So when Jesus when Jesus aligns you with what he is, he's letting you know that everything that you used to be and have to go through is no longer your issue. Amen. You have been elevated to a whole new realm, and it's time yes. we start walking in it. And don't let yes. the devil talk you out of it. It belongs to you. Amen. Walk in it, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. I'm going to turn it over to Brother Lewis. Yes, you know, uh, I wanted to send this over to Camille because I remember you bringing her up in, uh, in words of inspiration one night, 
and then you uh, brought it up again, uh, Fellowship in the Word. And uh, we prayed on both ends uh, uh, for this sister. And, uh, you know, we had people on both sides just praying for her. And it sounds to me as if the prayer came through, you know. Uh, yeah. It was all, yeah. all glory to the Lord, you know. But uh, sometimes we just need somebody to think about us and put a prayer in for us. Uh, you know, uh, someone was telling me uh, the reason why some of us are still living today, uh, I'm probably one of them, is because the prayers from our grandparents and the prayers from our parents. And uh, I know my grandmother prayed for me when I was a little boy. Lord, help this boy, you know, and, and prayed for me in other ways. And prayers do work. Anybody yeah. out there listening, Amen. they do work. I am a living testimony. Amen. Uh, you know, yes, we we live in testimonies. Prayer that, works. Go ahead, Pastor. Prayer works. I said prayer works. And yes. Jesus yes. is letting us know because Jesus is always Jesus is always cueing us in to certain things because there's a way that God wants us to live. And Jesus is trying to show us how to live like he lives. How many know if it's good enough for Jesus, it's good enough for me? Amen. And we need to Amen. say that. We need to, we need to practice that. We need to repeat that again and again because if it's good enough for Jesus, it's good enough for me. Look at Matthew 18 real quick, verse 18. You know that one, don't you, Sonny? Matthew 18, 18. Praise the living God, hallelujah. It's such a wonderful verse. Verily I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever ye shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Now Jesus has given us this information because he wants to he wants to teach us how to start walking the way he walks, and living the way he lives. Because, again, I said it before, but to bind means to prohibit and not allow. So whatsoever you disallow on earth, whatsoever you want to see prohibited, whatsoever you, whatsoever you want to see discontinued on earth, he said, he said it will also be discontinued in heaven. But you got to do what he says do. You got to bind. You may have to get up off your recliner chair to do this. But you got to bind. You got to speak it. You got to say no more of this. You got to do it like yeah. Jesus does. You have to say it because you know you have 100% kingdom authority. And he's letting you know how to exercise that to make things stop happening that don't need to be happening any longer. And then he says, whatsoever you loose on earth, shall be loosed in heaven. That means, loose means the exact opposite. Whatever things you allow, whatever things you desire on earth shall be desired in heaven. But all you have to do first to make it work is do it. I use this scripture all the time, and I see it working, and it works continuously. Please get a hold of what he's saying, because you can change lives when you do this. Beginning with your own. Prayer does change things. Prayer does work. And he's showing us how to pray because Jesus wants all of our prayers to be answered. Jesus wants all of our prayers to work. Man, this thing is this thing is it's so strong and so powerful. I, 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 I had to look at my clock. I don't want to go past the time limit. But I do know one thing. Jesus is in the house. Don't worry. I do know one thing. Jesus is in the house. Yes, amen. Amen. And we want to celebrate him. We want to worship him. Praise the living God. We want to honor him. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And I thank God for the opportunity. Amen and amen. I haven't just reached out to Brenda, and I was hoping she got the message and was going to call in. But, uh, Let's let's anybody else have anything? I'm gonna try to stretch this for another five minutes or so. Pastor, I, I know you got wanna, some good 
Go ahead. Go ahead, Marcia. I just want to um, uh, put extra prayers out for James. He has court on Tuesday. Uh, he's have a mental health evaluation to see if he's good to go to a, a program. And I'm I'm praying that it's God's will that, you know, that he's ready for the program and he's going to benefit from it. And this is going to be the one that turns his life around. So that's that's my prayer today. Amen. Amen. Yeah. We stand in agreement with you and we pray that God will continue to do it. And all we have to do is realize that what was just said, whatsoever you bind on earth, I'm speaking to you personally, sister, because yeah. because because you have asked for prayer every week that I've been on this, every <laughs> week I've been doing this, you've yeah, yeah. cried off for prayer. And so I'm yeah. speaking to you directly. Jesus you. just said, whatever you bind on earth, whatever you disallow, whatever you prohibit, on earth, God will do the same thing for you in heaven. Amen. It takes faith. It takes yeah. faith. But, but all we have to do is exercise our faith and do what Jesus says. Just do it. Yeah. And whatever you and loose I, on earth, however you, however you see the picture, how you want it to be, how you want him to be, you want him to be in peace, you want him to yeah. be healed and delivered and set yeah. free, amen, yeah. allow amen. that. Speak Amen. that over him. You personally can do it. Amen. And God will back you up in heaven, Jesus is saying. Amen. And Jesus is teaching us to do this Amen. because that's the way he lives. That's the way him and God cooperate. That's the way it's supposed to be with all of us. We're all children of God. Amen. Yes. Yes, we are. Amen. We're going to begin doing this thing. We're going to stop hearing it. And we don't want to be hearers only. We want to be doers of the word. Yes. Because we want to see the word, amen, come to pass in our lives. Yes, indeed. Yes, amen. Pastor. And I, I just share, I want to share one more thing. Um, when my mom, she had an aneurysm, which I had also had, but her aneurysm caused her to be bedridden for 12 years and paralyzed and unable to speak. But anyway, um, I remember being so sad while I was at work and I was so sad and I went walking through the little downtown area next to my job and I walked into a bookstore and I opened up a book about Patricia Neal who had the same thing. She had an aneurysm and she was left disabled. And when I opened the book to start reading it, um, it said, this is for Marcia. And it was spelled like my name, M-A-R-C-I-A. And I just felt a warmth over me um, because I felt like God just handed that to me. But that that's just something that just came to my mind, and I thought I'd share it. Amen. Well, that's wonderful. Did you buy the book? I I did buy the book, yes. <laughs> yeah, right. Yes. Pastor, Amen. Pastor, what's your son's uh, name? My son is Robert. Robert Jr., huh? Uh, Jr. Okay, no, I want to... Go ahead. He, 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 well, you can call him that if you like, but he comes he comes like myself from a long line of Roberts. That's so. right. That's right. That's right. I remember now. Well, I want to send a prayer out to all of our children. I want to send out a prayer for Robert. I want to send out a prayer for Rhonda. I want to send a prayer out yeah. for James and Alyssa. I want to send a prayer out for Natalie and Nicole. And Che, God, build a fence around them. Keep those children strong. They are our future, and that's more than just talk. It is our future. And with uh, Che, uh, his son is Che Jr., and he's the last of the Lewises. That's the end of our bloodline, unless he has some sons. So I want want all of these kids to be strong and God to protect them. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. We thank you for that prayer, and we believe God is going to answer that prayer. And Jesus, in addition to what you just did, Jesus has taught us that if we want to see prayers answered, if we want to get God involved in our prayers, do it exactly the way Jesus said do it. Whatsoever you bind on earth, 
will be bound in heaven. We all have to practice doing this because sometimes we forget. We get yeah. so caught up in the way things are, we forget the solutions that God has given us in his word. And that's why we come together. That's why we come together. That's why we fellowship in the word so we can, amen, have it brought back to our remembrance by the Holy Spirit. Amen. We thank God for you all. Amen. Amen. God bless you. All right. I'd like to thank each and every one of you guys that are listening here on the line, who are listening online on their computers, who will be listening on podcasts, Deezer, iHeart, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcast, you'll find us there. And uh, you can look up Fellowship in the Word. Look up Donnie D's Words of Wisdom and it'll be in there. So we just want to say thank you. We'll be back next Sunday, 11 on the west, 2 on the east, and 1 in the middle. See ya. My word you can Let me be who